Hello. Hi there. Hey there, Delilah. What's it like in New York City? I'm a thousand miles away, but girl, tonight, you. So pretty. Yes, you do. Times Square can't shine as bright as you. I swear it's true. It's true. I swear. Swear. I'm not, I'm not lying. No. I can't anyway. shine as bright as you. Anyway, well. <laughs> hey there. Hello to everybody. <laughs> Just Especially my name is Delilah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had a dog named Delilah. Did and, you? Uh, I did. Samson and Delilah. My dad's uh, partner at the time named her named them after Samson and Delilah from the Bible. They were my babies, little Rottweilers. I grew up with Rotties. Babies. Yeah. And now I have a pit bull. So just give me all the bully breeds. (laughs) All the bully breeds. (laughs) So how you doing, Tab? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hanging in there. Living the dream. Trying to stay sane during summer break. Mm. And it's only just begun. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like the 87th week, it feels like. <laughs> week one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is actually technically the end of week two. and Week two. I'm ready for school to yeah. go back in session. But other than that, I'm good. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I couldn't even imagine. It's hard to just have kids running around when, when they are in school. And then mm-hmm. out of school with all of the energy of not doing what they're doing in schools just seems like a lot. It it is. It is. And I love them very much. Of course. But they've yeah. also been fighting mm. nonstop. Yeah. Well, you also have two Sagittariuses in the house at <sighs> war with each other. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Our thoughts and prayers go out to you. Thank you. I need them. I need them. Oh, man. Anyway. So we're going to talk about the 10th, 11th, and 12th house today, which yeah. the 10th house is my favorite house. It is it? It is. I love that. House. I love to talk about it. I love to help people with it. I love to really dive into the 10th house. I don't know what it is about it, I guess, because it's just so much involved in like le- your influence on people and i guess yeah. that that's who i am as a person you know i like to <laughs> i'm an influencer um. <laughs> so how many planets do you have in the 10th house like you personally just one just one actually i don't hold on please please do, do you not do, know do. well okay because i'm not sure if my mercury is in my 10th house or my 9th house but i could tell you right now i'll tell you right oh now oh my god i know i know mm. i know I know. Okay, no, it's in my ninth house. I actually don't have any planets in my tenth house. So, oh. but it's uh ruled by Virgo. I got a Virgo midheaven with my Bless Virgo you. Mercury. Thank you. Thank Bless. You. Thoughts, prayers. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not too bad. <laughs> it's it's what gives me all of my uh my teacher my teaching abilities and my service to others and all that jazz. Yeah. But it's my uh Mercury is like right on the cusp line. So, you know, it they're working together. It's almost there. Yeah. They're chilling. They're chilling. They're happy. They're clasping hands. They are. They Mm -hmm. are just like you and Rachel. Just like us. So cute. I love that picture. (laughs) It's funny. 
<laughs> all right. So do you want to read what the 10th house is all about for us out of out of the Bible? The book? I would. I would. Uh, but first, so we associated each planet or each not planet, each house with. Was that a horn? I don't know. It sounded like a siren. It sounded like somebody was just laying on their horn. Either a horn, or it also kind of sounded like brakes, like brakes on like a. Oh my god! Big truck. (laughs) I'm gonna go with a horn, though. I'm right by the Sawmill River Parkway. Like, okay, gonna jump away. That was that person was really angry if they were just laying on their horn. That is not an uncommon experience here. <laughs> Fucking New York. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that, I should probably close my windows a little bit because we got the train that comes by. We got uh, all the ambulances and stuff. So hold on. Give me one second. All right. So anyway. <laughs> so I just I feel like I just made it sound like I live in like the heart of New York City. I live up in Westchester in like a small <laughs> little town. Like, but, you know, because I'm up on a hill, mm-hmm. I'm a lot closer to the Sawmill River Parkway than I wouldn't be if I was on the hill, you know, with like the way that like sound yeah. travels and stuff. Yeah, that's funny. And then there just happens to be a train that's right by my house. So I'm not like in the hustle. She lives right in the middle of New York City. So what What were we, you were saying something about this, the 10th house. Yeah, I wanted to know which signs lined up with the 10th, 11th, and 12th house. Capricorn for the 10th, and then Aquarius for the 11th, and Pisces for the 12th. I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, you know? Yeah, for the people like myself that didn't remember. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while. It has been a while. So. All right. So 10th house. The 10th house. According to not the only astrology book you'll ever need. Yes. This is the house of career and public standing. Mm -hmm. Its opposite house, the fourth house, rules the home. The 10th house rules all matters outside the home. Mm -hmm. Your profession, your status in the community, and your public reputation. Mm -hmm. It has been called the house of ambition, aspiration, and attainment. This house also reveals in what esteem you are held by others. The 10th house reflects your image as shown in the power, position, and honors that you may achieve. It is an outward expression of your talents, the way you accept responsibility, the place you arrive at through your own efforts. This house has a great influence on your material success in life. I feel like that was written really weird. Maybe that's just me. Everything in this book that's true. is written weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. So it's, that's the 10th house. Yeah. And I, so, like I was saying earlier, I just, I, especially when I'm doing career stuff with people, this is the first place that I look mm-hmm. because not only does it have to do with your career and like, like it says your power and your position and things like that. But it also can show what you would be really great at and what you're going to be remembered for in life. So because you're going to be remembered for these things and the way that you present in that way, 
Right. I feel like it can also point really well to what kind of career would be good for you down the line uh, so that you can really step into your highest power, your your highest expression, if you will. Now, in this, it actually mentions, which I think is important information, that the opposite house is the fourth house. Yeah. Because the fourth house is where the IC lives, which is the right. Imam Coeli, that fourth house line, which is kind of where they say your soul lives, your inner child, like things of that nature. It could be representative of your mother, where the 10th house line, the 10th house cusp is known as the Midheaven or MC, can rule your relationship with your father. Or if, if that doesn't jive for you, because I feel like gender and astrology is something that that is being changed with like dominant versus like your dominant parent would be the 10th house the one that financially supported where the the fourth house would be the parent that nurtured more in an emotional sense if that makes sense that does actually because if you look at it like we've we've talked about saturn before saturn is the ruling planet of capricorn Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense that it would be that 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 Zaddy would be the tenth house because if yes. you're, you know, yeah, Dad, absolutely. Daddy, we we and we're missing our cool slutty daddy today. Mm-hmm. So we are. <laughs> so the where the fourth house is the most private place in our chart. It's where we, like I said, a lot of our inner child, inner teen, like healing needs to take place. Once that healing is being worked on, because as we know, healing is a journey, not a destination, and you're making strides to make better choices, that's kind of when we evolve into our midheaven and where we can truly shine and be the person that is we're meant to be essentially but it's through Hmm. working through our shadow sides and learning to integrate our shadow within ourselves as opposed to it being two separate things just allowing it to be part of us is where we grow and evolve into the 10th house midheaven where we can really shine in our fullest expression okay so that's why I love the 10th house, because it does take some work to get there to right. be step into that power of who you are, but it allows you to truly shine once you're there. So it's, if I, all right, tell me if I'm understanding this correctly. Um, so basically it's like almost like a journey from the fourth house to the 10th house. Except upward, not around. Right. Okay. If that makes sense. Yes. It's it's a, it's more of an axis than a journey around. It's okay. like as you're going through all of this shadow work, what you're really doing is just building up your confidence, your strength, your ambition, your your power within yourself. Right. And as you're building up that power, that confidence, you're able to truly step into the spotlight of who you're supposed to be. And not all of the 10th house is like puts you on stage. You know, there are certain signs and certain characteristics and certain placements that may put you on stage, like a Leo Midheaven, uh, a Scorpio Midheaven, sometimes a Virgo Midheaven uh, would be our, our placements that may show more fame scorpio is usually later in life leo is usually a performer of some sorts virgo is usually known for being a teacher so you know things of that nature can can be fame placements in that house and that's where kind of we would find it 
yeah. how we can find fame in like the the 10th house and the 5th house. And I'm sure other places, but that's just where I look for it. And right. so I feel like there are some placements that are going to put you in the spotlight. And there are some that may not exactly put you in the spotlight, but it'll put you in the spotlight in the place where you belong. If that makes sense. Like you're finally able to kind of click into what is meant for you. Right. And you're able to use the power of the 10th house to figure out where you're meant to be. Essentially, it's it's what you're going to be remembered for. So yeah. you might as well lean into it in any way that you can. For sure. For sure. That's awesome. So 10th house, I'm going to hit you with the sun. Smack me in the face with the sun. <laughs> you just disintegrate yeah that would suck a lot <laughs> that would suck but i mean funny for a second yeah um <laughs> <laughs> so sun in the 10th you have a strong sense of self and drive to succeed chances are you will achieve success but most likely in the middle of your life Problems may arise if ambition and career take precedence over concerns such as marriage and relationships. Good point, leadership ability and power to influence others. Bad point, sometimes arrogant and dictatorial. Wow. Uh, when I read the bad point, sometimes arrogant and dictatorial, uh, or dictatorial, dictatorial, whatever, I just thought it meant sometimes arrogant and a dick. So I'm just going <laughs> to leave it there. Sometimes you might be a dick. Sometimes. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's funny. Depending, especially if you have a Leo uh, son in the 10th house. Not that not that you're going to be a dick, but I feel like. You tend like to be an asshole. Are you a dick? I mean, Fred, I, oh, mine's, mine's in the 9th. Mine's in the 9th. No, 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 no. Not you do. <laughs> Listen, if you have your son in Leo in the 10th house, write us in and let us know if you're a dick. Thank you. Just to Gemini1Leo at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All so right. yeah sun in the 10th house is a good place it, it definitely brings that leadership ability to the surface a little bit more but once again depending on what zodiac sign it's in because like if it's in cancer i don't really see somebody with a cancer midheaven taking over the world right i mean maybe because stabby but um <laughs> they will they will kill everybody in the world so that they can be in charge of the world <laughs> But I feel like they would be really great in like a nursing field or a like holistic healing field. And maybe okay. they can really shine their light there, right. you know, like that kind of stuff. It doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that you have to shine your light with the whole entire world, but the light that you shine affects the people around you. That's so nice. All right. You're so nice. You, you're so nice. Thanks. You're welcome okay uh moon if you have the moon in the 10th house you are involved with the public in career professional or social activities and perhaps will not have much private life there is the possibility that you will change your occupation in midlife the moon in this house brings career benefits through women or female members of your family good point you are intuitive about what the public wants bad point you are at risk of public scandal. <laughs> Keep your shit buttoned up, yeah. folks. <laughs> no skeletons in your closet. Yeah. Bring them all out for everybody to see. They're laying on your front yard like those 12-foot Home Depot skeletons that I want really badly. I love them. I know. I want one so bad. 
I want to be their friends, every single one I of them. I'm like, wow, do let's be friends. too. <laughs> uh, I also feel like, depending on the zodiac sign, Moon in the 10th house is psychic. Mm. Is psychic. Fair. I mean, it could be with any sign, but, you know, when it's more of, like, the water signs or Sagittarius, yeah. something like that, there might be a little extra boost, a little extra pep in your step. Oh. A little extra psychic. A little extra, little, like, maybe, but maybe you can make a career out of it kind of thing, mm. you know? Where gotcha, 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 there gotcha. are people that have other placements that are psychic that may not make a career out of it, just may use it for something different. Yeah. Or if it's in the 10th house, it may be easier for you to make a career out of it. Hmm. I like it. Thank you. Picasso. Okay. Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Mercury of the 10th. You are able to use facts profitably and can adapt to different kinds of people. Your career should be intellectually stimulating for you have talent in writing or communications. Travel is frequently involved in your work. Good point. Success dealing with persons in authority. Bad point. Unforeseen disturbances or uncertainty in career. Wow. I just feel like Mercury's coming in and it's just like, hey, let's let's switch things up. I always think of Loki when I think of Mercury. It's the trickster. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just. Absolutely. It's all of the things that are really great and communicative and fun but also like watch out because you may get flipped on your ass you're gonna get fucked up (laughs) yeah i wonder what the zodiac sign of loki is probably gemini yeah an air sign yeah maybe just big three all air all air (laughs) gemini's Gemini, Sun, Libra, Moon, uh, Aries, wow. Aquarius, Rising. Wow, every all two. Uh, wow, thank you. <laughs> what you two don't relate to Loki? Two out of three. <laughs> I would think you would relate to Loki. Uh, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I like Loki. Just I like, a touch. I, like Loki. I do. All right. Yeah. Venus, Venus, the planet of love and pleasure love love um okay if venus is in your 10th house you have an ability to use charm and diplomacy to further your interests Mm -hmm. you may be involved in artistic or cultural work or in creating beauty you are likely to be popular with the public good point partnership possibly marriage should enhance career bad point risk of scandal or disappointment though through or because of women (laughs) wow disrespectful (laughs) disrespectful that is rude okay i i I don't understand why we keep reading this book i don't know (laughs) it's very aggressive i think it's because it's a part of the lore and Mm. it's just like we can make fun of it yeah but boy howdy i i know this book is just something else Joanne, we need to i think joanne needs some joanna sorry joanna i think she needs some shadow work yeah she needs some therapy <laughs> somebody who understands astrology because some of these signs have obviously hurt her yeah <laughs> um okay so 
everything else is cool though i definitely see the charm the artistic work the diplomacy Mm -hmm. the being popular with the public all of that stuff and i feel like when venus is also in the 10th house it is super important to do something that you love yeah because the planet of how we give and receive love is in the house of career and what we're going to be remembered by so doing something that really sparks your joy and sparks your heart i think is super important with that placement also yeah i agree maz 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 in the 10th you have energy and initiative in career matters and will likely dominate other people You are ambitious and competitive, and you strive for independence or to get rid of interference. Your reliance and executive ability should bring status within your occupation. Good point. You deal with practical problems rather than vague theories. Bad point. Possibility of frustration due to unrealized goals. That's actually a lot nicer for for Mars than I thought it would be. Yeah, I thought it was, I mean, I don't know. The way that she was like, you'll likely dominate other people. I was about to be like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> We're going to get the hate me- hate mail, hate meal, hate mail. Don't send me a hate meal. I will not eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most fucked up thing ever. That's like worse than one of those glitter bombs. Like, here is a meal that I cooked with hate. <laughs> like, <laughs> Actually, so funny. So my brother. Oh, my Pat God. Natura, we all know him. We all yeah. love him. We love him. We, he sent a glitter bomb to one of his friends, but it was little glitter dicks. Nice. And uh, it was it was very great. They couldn't figure out who it was. Patrick didn't tell them for like a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> Those things. So we went to a bachelor. I went to a bachelorette party. Um, mm-hmm. And that was one of the things was confetti glitter dicks. And those things hung around forever. Yeah. And like... <laughs> I must have somehow managed to get some home with me because one of the kids found them on the floor like a year later. Nice. (laughs) And was like, what is, look at the dog bone. I was like, that's definitely a dog bone. Thank you so much. I'm going to throw that out now. But it was, (laughs) those things last forever. I feel really bad for Patrick's friend. He's probably still finding them. Yeah, probably. Especially because he wasn't like prepared for it. You know, (laughs) you never are. 20 years down the line he finds what he's like no <laughs> that would be the worst thing ever to get is would yeah. be a glitter bomb i think i would i think i would that in my mind palace i would cry a lot <laughs> and be really angry i would cry out of anger oh. anyway <laughs> When I want to piss Tabitha off, <laughs> <Glitter bomb. laughs> if you want me to have to go to therapy for my anger issues, <laughs> glitter bob, glitter bob. Uh, so yes, yeah, so Mars in the tenth, good for career, definitely good for self reliance, definitely good for building your way up in life, leadership abilities, leadership skills. Just make sure that you know. You don't get too domineering over yeah. people. Unless you're a dominatrix. Unless then you're a dominatrix, you then, then I you. mean, that's your job, so. Yeah, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Bringing that money, that's honey. <laughs> All right, Tab. Jupiter. Joop troop. Joop troop. 
If you have Jupiter in the 10th house, your desire to achieve in life will likely have good results in your career. You are confident, sociable, able to deal successfully with other people. Jupiter in this house often confers public honor or esteem. Good point. Able to win favor of influentials. Bad point. Tendency towards an arrogant, devil-may-care attitude. She's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I feel like that's how Jupiter is Sagittarius. It's just like, I'm going to just do me. You know, I just watched that video again, and I can't remember what movie it's from, but there's the little girl and her dad doing the talent show where she's like, I fuck it with you. <laughs> you ever seen that? Seen that. No, oh my God, it's so funny. She's like, oh, my. I just, I, I was, I saw that again today and that's just, I'm going to send it to you. Send it. Send it my way. It was great. Jupiter penthouse okay. is good for finances yeah. sometimes it, if it's in retrograde it may be later in life um okay but it is a good place to bring that financial prosperity into your life but once again working with the 10th house you're able to do it if you're still working through your shadow but it's just about making the choices that bring you out of your shadow as opposed to the choices that keep you in your shadow self if mm. that makes sense it does great saturn in the tenth. you are self-reliant ambitious and likely to achieve success you have the stamina and perseverance to attain your ambitions step by step there is the possibility that you will reach high position toward the end of your life but it will be a lonely place Oh. Good point. Self-discipline and responsibility. Bad point. Selfish and susceptible to discredit or disgrace. Damn. That's fuck. That's that's fucking wild. I mean, that's... I know sometimes daddy is gonna punch you in the face, but yeah, really, kind of, kind of punched you in the dick this time. <laughs> I feel like it's because Saturn has so much of that, like, work hard, not play hard, just work hard <laughs> energy. <laughs> just work forever until you're dead. <laughs> that it is possible if you have Saturn in that house that you may not have much of a life because of your career. Mm. So I feel like the lesson there is that it is important to also schedule fun into your life yeah. and schedule time with the people that you love and to allow yourself to be both and to do both hmm. and to, to find the fun in your life if that makes sense that does it does make sense i know i keep saying that if that makes sense, that makes sense. <laughs> well good guys, good good thing is is that it does make sense great thank you you're welcome okay all right your anus yours rachel's she's not here rachel's, but it's usually yeah. rachel's anus rachel's anus yeah <laughs> if you have uranus in the 10th house you are an independent type who looks for freedom from interference you achieve success in your work because of your unique or unconventional way of doing things your career tends to be marked by sudden or unusual turns and changes good point Original and inventive mind. Bad point. Difficulty dealing with persons in authority. Yeah. 
Definitely. So yeah, I like Uranus in 10th house because even though it is unexpected change at times and like things can kind of just like flip on their heads and you're like, what the fuck just happened? I feel like most of the time it's for the better. Mm-hmm. So even though those moments may be stressful and annoying at times, it's always for your highest good as long as you're working towards those higher goals, if that makes if that makes sense. <laughs> Fired. This one doesn't make sense. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) It does. does. You're making sense. I'm making a doll out of 15 cents. There you go. All right. Neptune in the 10th. You have high aspirations and are likely to be talented in a creative way. Your imagination and intuition are helpful tools in your career. Neptune in this house indicates an unusual profession and possibly success using a different name. Oh. That's interesting. That is interesting. Good point. Idealistic and spiritual outlook. Bad point. Liable to become confused by going in too many directions at once. Same. Yeah. (laughs) So Neptune in the 10th, also another psychic placement. Mm. Uh, Everybody's so creative. Everybody's so creative. (laughs) Uh, and being successful in that spiritual side, or at least using your intuition to discern what makes most sense for you career-wise would even be something that would be beneficial. I mean, everybody should use their intuition always, but I know it's sometimes hard to find that internal compass to be guided by, Yeah, but especially when you have these more psychic placements in this house it's really or in any house it's important to use your intuition on in those ways for those things right cool does that make sense it does (laughs) all right last but not least even Mm. though it's technically no longer a planet it's still a planet in our hearts yes pluto Mm mm-hmm Your intense personality makes its mark in career matters. You usually have a flair for business and knowledge of how to elicit support from others. During your lifetime, you are likely to achieve a position of power and independence. Good point. Forceful and dynamic energy. Bad point. Subject to unforeseen twists of fate with loss of prestige. Holy shit. It's poetic. It's it's something. (laughs) yeah pluto pluto definitely adds intensity to any house that it's in yeah so no matter what it's adding that forceful powerful dynamic but with a lot of transformation and change in between in betwixt it all betwixt wow good so that's the 10th house you know if you have pluto in your 10th house i'm just gonna say may the odds be ever in your favor okay i think rachel has pluto in the 10th house because her 10th house is ruled by scorpio and she has scorpio pluto prayers thoughts prayers thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers but you could also see there how somebody can really step into their scorpio midheaven Mm mm-hmm because of how successful a lot of things that Rachel does are. Yeah. You know, like Rachel is somebody who is very successful in a lot of ways and especially in the wellness community because yeah. she's putting so much effort towards 
not only bettering herself, but bettering herself so that she can help other people so that she can help other people rise. Absolutely. So I feel like that is where that Scorpio Midheaven kind of shows up and is able to, she's able to not only help other people rise, but also rise herself as yeah. she is helping other people get to where they need to go. That's really nice. I like that. Love you, Ray. <laughs> okay. 11th house. 11th house. Do you want to hit us with the 11th house? This is the house of friends and hopes and wishes. Well, that's nice. Um, it is. Unlike its opposite house, oh. the fifth house, with concern for immediate pleasure, the 11th house has to do with long-term dreams and goals and with intellectual pleasures. This house governs your involvement with groups and organizations that have to do with your work, profession, or family. The clubs, society, or political associations you belong to are under its domain. This house often indicates the kind of friends and acquaintances who can best further your interests and objectives in life. The 11th house reflects your ability to enjoy other people. On its highest level, this house represents the harmonious working together of all people, each one doing what's best in his or her individual personality. This is the house of idealism and vision. Wow. Yeah. Community, 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 community. This is the community house. This is where you find, like it says, your friends, sometimes your interests, where you fit in, where you belong, what circles work for you, things of that nature. Even though the seventh house is the house of relationships mm -hmm. and how you manage relationships, this house is like your work friends. You know, you're yeah. the people that you think it says do like your clubs with, you know, if you're in the Elks Lodge Club, this is where <laughs> they live. <laughs> but also with your hopes and dreams being here, because this house is ruled by Aquarius. So think mm -hmm. of all of the revolutionary, like idealistic, uh, intellectual, like visionary energy that that Aquarius holds right. is in this house. And it allows you to apply that to certain things, depending on the placements and the zodiac signs that are representative within it. Cool. So you want to do the 10th yeah. house planet? I mean, the 11th yeah. house planets? Yeah. Yeah. We already did the 10th house. So we're going to move on to the 11th house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you have the sun in the 11th house, you are socially popular, able to attract and keep friends. You usually benefit through their faith and support. You have high goals in life and an optimism that wins others to your cause. Good point. Idealistic and creative. Bad point. A tendency to be domineering with others. Mm, that ego. You got mm. a big ego. <laughs> Such a big ego. You know that song? No. Oh. I think she was like when she met when she was singing ego, I think she meant something else. Like maybe it's mm. penis. Yeah. Penis. 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 But who knows? But yeah, that I think that that's probably what that bad point is. It's mm -hmm. because you are so socially accepted, it's kind of like, oh, everybody loves me. There can be times where that may just <laughs> 
appear to be a little overbearing. All right. Well, not everybody's perfect, you know? No, no. Nobody's perfect. I, I gotta, gotta work, work it. it. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Moon. Moon in the 11th house. Your easy social charm attracts admirers. At some time in your life, your goals shift and friendships are likely to change. You have a flair for entertaining in your home. Good point. Emotionally intuitive in dealing with people. Bad point. Accessible to unreliable friends and scandal not of your own making. I just need to know why the moon is so scandalous. This is the second time. Yeah. I don't know. The moon is not scandalous. Apparently it is. Beautiful. According to Joanne. uh, Joanna. Joanna. But what I love about this placement is also that, like it says, the good point, emotionally intuitive with dealing with people, Mm -hmm. is it really allows you to step into that leadership role in community because it allows you to see people for who they really are. Mm -hmm. And it allows you to kind of step into that trust and that power of of who of just once again trusting who people are so with the moon being there yeah it may maybe shake things up a little bit from time to time but it also allows you to be empathetic to people's plights and this is also the house of revolution and like politics and Hmm. activism and things of that nature. So because of that, I feel like it also allows you to maybe step into a role of power when it comes to fighting for what is right and standing up for the little guy. Huh. It'd be interesting to see what somebody with like a Libra placement in this house would be. Mm. Hit us up. Hit us up. Let us know. All right. Mercury. Mm-hmm. AKA Loki. Yep. You should have a large number of acquaintances for you adapt to a variety of different people. Your friendships tend to be based on an intellectual rapport. You are socially minded and usually become involved with groups, clubs, and societies. Good point. Clever at thinking of ways to achieve your goals. Bad point. Inclined to be impractical and or cynical. Mm. I could see where the impracticality comes in because it's kind of like, I can do anything. You could. You can. Listen, I'm here to tell you, you can do anything. Just, you got to be just, just like slightly practical about it. Just Just a little bit. Just like a pinch. Just add a pinch of practicality and you'll be good. Just a pinch. Just a, just a pinch. That's all you need. Keep your feet on the ground while your head's in the clouds. Yeah. And through all the relationships that you're able to build with people, you're also able to find connections and build that rapport and establish yourself in life in different ways because you have, it's like, you're, you're kind of like the, I know a guy person. Yeah. Yeah. You need a tent. I know a guy. I know. (laughs) You need, you need some, you need some weed. I know a guy. I know a guy. You need to set up a bowling alley in your backyard. I know a guy. Damn. You right. need a Disney princess to come to your kid's party? I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> Very Italian. Very. <laughs> okay. Uh, Venus in the 11th house. You are sociable and fond of people and usually have a lot of friends. 
you are likely to benefit from your associations in both a social and a monetary way. You are drawn to marry a friend or someone you meet through a group or association. Good point. A tactful, diplomatic touch with people. Bad point. You are likely to confuse friendship with love. Mm. Mm. But good old romanticizing. Mm. That's so me. That's all of my cancer. My cancer Venus. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it the other day. I posted on my story. It was uh, like a video of this guy who like posted like sees a stranger and like pictures their whole entire life with them like down the line and I, I was like welcome to cancer season like this is <laughs> so cancer that's funny. so venus. i know that cancer and venus are not related but that i do have a cancer venus so i put two and two together yeah <laughs> two plus two always equals four. Equal four sometimes sometimes but yeah, I, the the tactful and diplomatic touch with people that also points to somebody who would be good in mediation settings, mm. politics if that's your game, things of that nature. Some somewhere where you can debate and make your point and allow yourself to kind of stand your ground and help people through i feel like the venus in the 11th house once again is anywhere that venus is in your chart is kind of where your passion can lie i feel right so i feel like with it being in the 11th house making sure that you're focusing on community in some sort of way is is an important way to fill your hat no fill your hat with love so nice yeah maz 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 <laughs> You actively involve yourself with friends and tend to be a leader in your circle. Your associations with others are likely to be based on mutual assistance or favors. You have definite goals and objectives in life that you energetically pursue. Good point. Willingness to help or be responsible towards others. Bad point. You can be quarrelsome and argumentative. I really enjoy the word quarrelsome. Quarrelsome. I really do too. It's a good one. I'm going to try and throw that into my vocab. vocab. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Thank you. When the kids are fighting, stop being so (laughs) quarrelsome. (laughs) I also like argumentative. I like the way I like the, I like the way that it tastes coming out, coming out of my mouth. Argumentative. Stop being so quarrelsome and argumentative. And they're going to be like, looking at me like, what the fuck? Did you? (laughs) But it'll get them to stop fighting for about point exactly. two seconds. So they'll be like, Why? I'll confuse them. It's yeah. Fine. And I'll say uh, in a British accent. There you go. Stop being so quarrelsome. Except Soren would get a kick out of it because he started this thing recently where he is talking in a British accent. And my kids haven't watched Peppa Pig in years. Okay. I just want to make that clear. Okay. okay. Because my nephews watch too much Peppa Pig and they developed a British accent from Peppa Pig. So they don't That's watch funny. Peppa Pig or, I mean, I know it's not a British accent, but it's, they don't watch Bluey. They, they mm-hmm. unfortunately, which makes me very sad, but Soren comes up to me and goes, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just screams mommy. Like all, he screamed at the park. The one day we were at the park and he, across the playground, he goes, mommy. And I'm like, what the fuck? why why that's the only word he doesn't say anything else in a british accent he just says mommy 
I love that. I can't. That's so anyway. funny. <laughs> Sword is such a character. He's something. Yeah. So Mars in the 11th definitely brings that leadership skills, that ability to pursue goals, the energy and all of that stuff. But I can see that that quarrelsome and argumentative side. Mm. But if you're doing if you're if you're in a job where you have to debate, then that might be a good thing. That might be a good thing. Yeah, lawyers. The lawyers. There you go. There you go. Not financial or career advice. Don't listen to me. (laughs) Listen to her. (laughs) Jupiter. You are popular with others Mm. and your associations bring you luck and happiness. You have high ideals and will likely gain your objectives. You know how to deal successfully with prominent and important people and will benefit from their influence. Good point cooperative and generous with friends bad point you rely on undependable or parasitical friends god damn people just be sucking on your teeth all Mm. day Mm. wow (laughs) so uncomfortable um but i feel like that bad point is because you are so giving and trusting yeah and you want to help everybody succeed so because of that, you may go out of your way at times to include people that may not be included, may not deserve to be included. Mm-hmm. So just tap into your intuition on that one. Because it, it seems like yeah. a very successful placement through building relationships. So yeah, everything else seemed can. nice. Just make sure, you know, be careful about the front, the relationships that you build. Yeah. yeah. Make sure they're not toxic. And that's the gospel truth. Saturn. Zaddy, if you have Saturn in your 11th house, you form a few true and lasting friendships rather than cultivate many superficial acquaintances. You have high aspirations, but must often cope with mundane delays and obstacles. The discipline you learn early in life brings freedom later on. Good point. Determination to reach objectives. Bad point. Victimized by unscrupulous or selfish motives on the part of others. Wow. Wow. Well, that's why he only has a few few true and long-lasting friendships. Yeah, apparently you don't want many friends. You don't, you don't want, want yeah. to, You don't want to get screwed over. Mm-mm. I recommend Jupiter Jupiter in the 11th house only having a couple friends too because yeah. Maybe Jupiter and Saturn in this in this instance should clap hand, clasp hands. Clap hands. Mm-hmm. They just both have their hands up and they're yeah. just clapping. clapping. Or like, hands. you know, they're doing like patty cake, patty cake, you know, clapping oh, hands. There nice. you go. <laughs> clapping hands. Clapping hands. Not clapping cheeks. Clapping hands. I mean, why it not could. both? It could. So I yeah, Saturn in the eleventh feels like a good place other than just it sucks that you have to learn discipline early in life but i feel like with capricorn no matter where it is or saturn no matter where it is in your chart that's where you're learning your early lessons so yeah that's fair you're just learning them with friends you're just learning i'm sorry any hoosier thoughts prayers Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Uranus. <laughs> Yours. Uranus. Yours. 
Your mm. attachment and friends often form suddenly. <laughs> do you you are, I do. You, <laughs> you are attracted to people with unusual interests and from different walks of life. You may be involved with the occult. Dun, dun, dun. What? Oh my god. Not the occult. Not the occult. <laughs> Your ideals and ambitions are not run-of-the-mill, and you are often thought of as a unique personality. Good point, lively, in- and inventive attitude toward achieving goals. Bad point, suffer estrangements from friends and consequent emotional upsets. So once again, be wow. careful. Yeah. Keep your friends close, keep your enemies close, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. But keep being unique and allow those unique relationships and interests to bring you through. And dabble in the occult. Neptune. If you have Neptune, Neptune. in the 11th house. You are drawn to artistic, sensitive people and are likely to form friendships because of goals you share in common. You are inclined to be an idealistic, compassionate person concerned with giving help to others. You may join a humanitarian organization or a group with visionary aims. Good point. Intuitive to the needs of others. Bad point. You suffer because of unreliable or treacherous friends. Jesus, you know what? This every if you have any planet at all, whatever in the eleventh house, just be careful of who you keep who your friends are. Apparently, <laughs> oh my god, I like the sensitivity though. It's like yeah. it's just, just just a little softy. He's just a little softy. So nice. So just be careful, you know. Just yeah. just watch your back. Intuitive yeah. to the needs of others, but also be intuitive to your own needs. Yeah, you know, protect can't pour yourself. from an empty cup. Protect your heart. Yeah. Little, little one. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's so nice. <laughs> Pluto in the 11th house. Mm. Pluto, Pluto in the house. We got Pluto in this house. We got Sorry. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> you are a strong, vital force in the lives of your friends and involve yourself deeply with them. You are something of a reformer and seek to bring about a change for the better in any situation. You feel intensely about your goals and may even have an obsessive personality. Good point. Strong loyalty to friends. Bad point. Vulnerability to separation or sorrow through death of friends. I mean, I'm going to be sad when my friends die. Wow. I don't have... I don't have Pluto in the 11th. I I do. Do you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Everything else was good, except for the obsessive personality. But you, you do get a little obsessive about your thoughts sometimes. I, I do. Feel. I do. Yeah. I I, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, that's, also, that's also Libra, you know, your Libra yeah. moon. But I feel like it gives you a lot of a lot of good things you do care deeply about your friends you do want people to change for the better mm-hmm. and i feel like even if sometimes that may show up in a way that other people may not understand it's always coming from a good place in your heart thank you 
You're welcome. I don't want my friends to die. It's really sad. <laughs> it is really sad, but it, it doesn't say that you're just you're vulnerable to the sorrow. Oh, okay. Well, so yes. when it does, so when it does happen, you're going to be sorrowful. No. Nope. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. At least it's uh, scared. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> I I don't blame you. I'd be I'd be a scared too. Mm. My Pluto's in the twelfth house though, which is not good. So we'll get there. We'll get oh, there. Oh no. Okay, you ready? You ready for the twelfth? I am ready. The last house, guys. Are you ready? It. Are you ready? Dun dun. <laughs> You're ever a wrestling fan. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know. It's the house of secrets. This is the house of secrets, sorrows, and self-undoing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Jesus, starting off strong. It is the most mystical of all the houses. The final house. The end of the circle. This is not necessarily a negative and gloomy place. You sure? Because it sounds mm-hmm. like it. But it does define the limitations placed on your life, including by yourself through self-undoing behavior. This house governs disappointments, accidents, trouble, and self-defeat. It rules unseen forces, secret enemies, escapism, asylums, hospitals, and prisons. Asylums. <laughs> Jesus. The 12th house has been called the house of karma, the house of spiritual debt, for it contains the rewards and punishments for the deeds one commits in the world. It is associated with psychic powers and the ability to discover at last the meaning of life. At last. At last. At last, my love has come along. along. Uh, So the twelfth house is definitely a little bit of a downer sometimes. Yeah. A little bit of a downer sometimes, but it does also hold all of that transformation so the 12th house is ruled by pisces so if you think about it it encompasses everything it encompasses all of the other houses everything that you could possibly have learned in all of the other houses it comes to the 12th house and it's like okay well now this is where our limiting beliefs live Mm. so it's kind of like how do we work through those limiting beliefs in order to reap the rewards of our life of our life Reap the rewards of our laugh (laughs) and (laughs) find the power within ourselves in order to see what the meaning of life is for us. You know, everybody, I feel like the meaning of life is such a huge question, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it's what does it mean to you? It doesn't necessarily have to be what it means to everybody. It's finding out what it means to you and using your abilities powers things that you've learned throughout your life in order to step out of yourself undoing and step into your power mm-hmm. yeah that was it started off a little dark there huh 12th house is a little little dark little, little heavy little heavy it's a heavy place yeah it has to hold the weight of all the other houses that's fair so it's it's kind of like oh this is this is it hurts sun in the 12th house Hit us with the sun here comes the sun doo doo this is like a partly cloudy day though the sun mm. in the 12th house is like partly cloudy partly cloudy a little overcast <laughs> it's a brain. 
The sun. (laughs) (laughs) You like privacy and quiet and the joys of meditation and reflection. You may be reticent or have difficulty expressing yourself and are close to only a few people. Success comes later in life rather than earlier. Good point. A deep spiritual understanding. Bad point. You tend to lead a secluded or lonely life. So I think that the sun in the 10th house is, um, whoa, we're, we're back at the 10th house? Wow, we're moving back. Where'd we go? We're moving uh, backwards in time. Is, yeah, sun in the 12th house. I definitely can see the privacy and the quiet because it's kind of in this place. Like I said, it, it's, it's partly cloudy. So you're there, you're shining, you're bright, but also in the ways that you want to be when you want to be. And only then will you step into that spotlight. It's kind of like you're just you're you're there, but you also like to be on the sidelines a little bit sometimes. And that's okay. Yeah, you don't want people looking at you. No. You just want to kind of just exist. Yeah. That's all right. That is all right. You do you, boo-boo. Yeah. Don't let don't let the sun in the twelfth hold you down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't let the sun hold you down. That's what I thought of. Anyway, <laughs> moon. If you have the moon in the twelfth house, you are sensitive, receptive, and intuitive toward other people. Too easily hurt, you hide your real feelings. Mm. Often, you need to get away to restore yourself, think, and meditate. Good point. A creative imagination. Bad point. Often insecure, possible disappointment comes through mother or family. God Ouch. damn. Well, with this being like the most mystical of all of the houses, say it with me, folks. Moon in the twelfth. Moon in the twelfth. Psychic. Psychic. <laughs> I was trying to say it with you, but I didn't know what you're gonna say. So. <laughs> Wow, Tabitha, way to not have I'm, the moon in the 12th. I don't, I definitely do not have the moon in the 12th house. <laughs> Once again, don't don't let the moon in the 12th hold you down. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't let the 12th house hold you down. Yeah, don't let the 12th house hold you down. There you go. Tell the 12th house to go fuck itself. No, just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Don't do that. Don't, yeah. We we need it. We do need it. We need it for, for the remembrances. Mm-hmm. Mercury. You tend to be contemplative, self-absorbed, insightful thinker who works things out for yourself alone or in secret. You worry over trifles and inconsequentials. You may be very shy. Good point. An instinctive researcher or investigator. Bad point. Vulnerable to slander. Don't let people be slandering you. That's rude. Talk shit, get hit. (laughs) <laughs> then that's facts Loki is coming for you <laughs> uh, but yeah definitely I can see the contemplative insightful thinker figuring out things on your own and that's totally all well and good but it's also okay to like get a little support sometimes you know sometimes yeah. it's okay to to lean on a friend if you need to especially if you find that the thoughts are getting really deep and dark then mm. you could then maybe like tap somebody in for a little bit yeah but definitely the instinctive researcher and investigator i think is a great placement for this 12th house mercury 
because it kind of allows you to dive into the unknown. You're already in the house of the unknown. So it's easy for you to kind of like dig up the dirt, if that Mm. makes sense. Yeah, it does. Great. (laughs) Venus. Mm -hmm. Emotional and sensitive, you are capable of giving true and selfless love. You are the most content when leading a private and secluded life. There is the possibility of a secret love affair. Good point. Artistic and creative urges. Bad point. Danger of unhappy marriage or sexual alliance. Wow. Hmm. Listen, if you want to be poly, just talk about it. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Just talk about it beforehand and that'll be fun. Unhappy marriage. Damn. I know. That's a little rough. Yeah. It's a little rough. But you are capable of giving true and selfless love. So I feel like maybe this is a placement of poly people, of somebody who, because they give so much deep love and they give so much love, like they're able to give so much love in so many different places. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's it's a good place for that, a good placement for that. I could see that. Yeah. Hmm. You can't keep all your love in one place. You can't. You got too much to give, but the possibility of a secret love affair because the twelfth house is the house of secrets. Mm. So I, I, I see that, but yeah, listen, a little conversation never hurt nobody. Yeah, I mean, talk about it. Maybe, yeah, marriage, marriage counseling, marriage or counseling, marriage counseling. counseling with Tabitha and Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk about it. What are you? What are you guys oh doing? God. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 dive into your chart a little bit here. Let's. Yeah. So Mars in the 12th, Mars. you keep your deep and feminine feelings secret to the world. You have strong intuitive powers that can be used to your advantage in personal relationships. Your sexual nature is intense, but repressed. Ooh. Good point. Active imagination. Bad point. Danger from secret enemies. Danger. Will Robin. Danger. Danger zone. To mm. the danger zone. We were going two different songs there, but that's the one I decided to go with. Listen, um, I was thinking of Archer, so mm, Archer's show. good. Archer. Archer is good. So listen, express your sexual nature. Mm. Express it. We were talking about dominatrixes a few a few yeah. ways back. Express that shit, baby. Don't hold it yeah. back because holding it back is what's causing the resentment and the repressment. And just be who you are. Yeah. You are a shining star. Oh. You are a shining star. Mm-hmm. Is that a song? Something like that. Great. I think Jupiter. it's shooting star, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, Jupiter. You lean toward the spiritual or have an uplifting religious or philosophical faith. Your success in work helps or benefits others, and you are most attracted to medicine or social work. You also have a gift for for producing inspired thoughts in seclusion. Good point. A compassionate and charitable nature. Bad point. Impractical, and you rely on others too much. Mm. Wow. You know... I can see where Jupiter may rely on other people because of like delegation circumstances mm-hmm. where it's kind of like, can you just do this for me? Yeah. You know, kind of vibe. 
But I feel like with Jupiter in the 12th, it really does bring a lot of expansion to learning more about the world around you and the way that things work and the way that people work and then sitting back and just letting things happen to you. You uncover the secrets. You are the one that finds the Holy Grail. Where is it? Wow. You know where it is. Bold claims. <laughs> bold, bold claims. Saturn in the 12th. You are reserved, somewhat solitary or reclusive. Mm. You place limitations on yourself because of cautiousness or fear. You find it hard to share your feelings with others and may carry a secret sorrow with you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wow. Good point. Successful when working alone in seclusion. Bad point. Possibility of loneliness or isolation later in life. So you just, you live life in fear and of certain things. So maybe instead of holding that secret sorrow inside. Yeah. Just find a friend you can trust. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it over Taco Tuesday Mm -hmm. with some margaritas. Marg, we're here for you. Yeah, you don't have have to carry that secret sorrow. Yeah, yeah, and you don't have to carry that secret sorrow alone. No, I'm sending you a forehead kiss. That was so sweet of you. You're so nice. So nice. I know. (laughs) I know. I'm like so nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uranus. Yours. You are very intuitive, perhaps psychic, and are attracted to unusual beliefs in in religion or metaphysics. Your need to be independent in thought fights against limitations placed on you by others. During one period in your life, you may spend time alone in foreign countries or strange places. Good point. You are humanitarian and compassionate. Bad point. You are subject to sudden and unexpected adversities. Adversaries. Adversities? Adversities. Adversities. I thought it said adversaries. It's like, (laughs) wow. I challenge you to a duel. (laughs) (laughs) You're just walking someday and somebody's like, I challenge. Yep. And then you just get slapped in the face with the glove and then you got to fight. Then you got to fight. You have to. You get slapped in the face (laughs) with the glove. There's no other. You can't sit down and talk about it. No, you can't. Absolutely not. You get a bigger glove. Uh, Uranus in the 12th house feels pretty good, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. It it feels like a place where you can truly step into your intuition and just live your life traveling to strange and foreign countries. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like through doing that, you learn so much about people and the culture and it allows Mm -hmm. you to really, truly understand how people work instead of just making assumptions on people. It's more about like finding out how different societies and cultures and all of that stuff are, um, are able to open your eyes to different perspectives and different ways of living. Yeah. Sorry if you guys hear sizzling in the back. <laughs> We're it's making okay. steak. That sounds delicious. <laughs> it is. It's going to be delicious. Neptune. Neptune. Hit us with Neptune. Oh, I'm Neptune? You're Neptune. <laughs> I remembered that I said yours, Uranus. Oh, you said okay. yours. Yes. 
Okay, great. Thank you. You're welcome. Neptune. <laughs> you are deep and sensitive and likely to possess a strong artistic bent. You prefer to work and live in a quiet atmosphere where you can create or meditate. There may be a mysterious or otherworldly quality to your personality. Good point, kind and helpful toward others. Bad point, afraid of life or harsh experiences. Wow. I'm afraid of life and harsh experiences, but I don't have Neptune in the 12th, though. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but same. But yes, definitely strong artisticness. Also, definitely another psychic placement. Mm. And the mysteriousness and otherworldly quality to your personality is like people are just kind of like mystified by you in a sense. They want to know you. Yeah. They want to know what you have to offer. They want to know what you, who you are and how you can help them in a way. It kind of gives you this like it says like that artisticness but that sensitivity just kind of allows people to really connect with who you are on a deeper level and i feel like it also can put the rosy colored glasses on you though sometimes and i can understand being afraid of life or harsh experiences because you don't want those things to affect you you know you don't want to experience the bad but you got to take the good with the bad the happy with the sad yeah, the hot with the cold, the yes with the no, mm. the in with the out, the up with the down, <laughs> the wrong with the right. Now I'm going into Katy Perry songs. <laughs> it's black and it's white. Yeah, you you fight, you make up, you kiss, you break up. I yeah. think something like I that. Know. I think that's wrong. Anyway, know. something. Last but not least, my secret shame. Your secret shame. <laughs> All right, let's read Teresa to Filth. You ready? You ready? Ready. You have a compelling desire to understand, to see deeply into philosophical questions. There may be a secret sex involvement in your life. You are are a private person and do not share your emotions easily. Good point. Profound imagination. Bad point. May hide feelings of anger or resentment. Mm. You got something you want to tell us? Not right now, but... (laughs) (laughs) you know what it's funny because i am a very open person emotionally but i'm also at the same time very closed off and you wouldn't know that about me because i do express emotion when and where but when it's something like really deeply about me it's like i internalize it so hard and i'm like oh my god i'm the worst person in the whole entire world i'm just gonna jump out of this window okay bye But I, I never do it. I never do it. That's good. Because I know that it's just my brain trying to trying to fuck with me. Um, but I definitely have that compelling desire to understand and to see deeply into philosophical questions. Yes, you do. I feel like I, I really want to... I'm the kind of person that wants to know all of the pieces of the puzzle. And I'm mm-hmm. willing to research to get all of the pieces. But I'm also somebody that just has these like... I just I, I I just get these downloads. So yeah, so I feel like I really as much as that 12th house placement can be hurtful at times, it's also a really good and powerful place that allows me to discern and step into my power and allows me to embrace the transformation that comes into my life instead of uh pushing it away. 
mm-hmm. and not dealing with it. Right. If that makes sense. So it does. It's all <laughs> it's all learning, a learning journey. Yeah. A learn a learning journey. A journey of learning together here. On We're all Gemini in this together. Video. We're all in this together. Once we know that we are, we're all stars stars and we see it. This has been a very musical episode. This has been. We should just start a music podcast where we just sing random song lyrics at each other. Sounds great. Listen. Sounds great. Stay tuned. Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. Nobody wants to know. We have like negative listeners. No, they would love it. That's what the people are here for. They're here for it. (laughs) Well, I'm happy that we finished the 10th, 11th, and 12th house. I, I like those houses. I feel complete now. We are complete. Do you feel complete? I do. Well, now we just have we to pick it. something else to go over for oh our next. Oh, my God. I feel like we should finally do Deccans, but I we feel like that's going to be a lot of work on all of our on all of our parts. It probably but will, I think but we should. I think you're right. I think we should, too. I think it's it makes Deccan sense. It's time. It's... <laughs> It's dickin' time. Dickens. Dickens. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Astro Hose, for joining us today on this thank day. Thank you so much. And you guys uh, make so nice. Astro Hose out. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see you over on our social media. We have an Instagram at Two Geminis and a Leo. We are on Facebook also at the same handle, Two Geminis and a Leo. And you can shoot us an email at Two Gemini One Leo at gmail.com. Now go. Mumai. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>